0: We turn in our Bibles to the Gospel of Luke and we'll be reading the Gospel account of the Ascension from Luke chapter 24. Luke ends his Gospel with that wonderful truth and then he does also write the book of Acts and in the book of Acts he begins Acts chapter 1 with an account of the Ascension. We'll read the account from luke 24 this morning we're beginning with verse 36 while they were still talking about this jesus himself stood among them and said to them peace be with you they were startled and frightened thinking they saw a ghost He said to them, Why are you troubled, and why do doubts rise in your minds? Look at my hands and my feet. It is I, myself. Touch me and see. A ghost does not have flesh and bones as you see I have. When he had said this, he showed them his hands and feet, and while they still did not believe it because of joy and amazement, he asked them, Do you have anything to eat? And they gave him a piece of broiled fish. And he took it and ate it in their presence. He said to them, This is what I told you while I was still with you. Everything must be fulfilled that is written about me in the law of Moses, the prophets, and the Psalms. And then he opened their minds so they could understand the scriptures. He told them, This is what is written. The Messiah will suffer and rise from the dead on the third day and repentance For the forgiveness of sins will be preached in his name to all nations, beginning at Jerusalem. You are witnesses of these things. I'm going to send you what my father has promised, but stay in the city until you have been clothed with power from on high. When he had led them out to the vicinity of Bethany, he lifted up his hands and blessed them. While he was blessing them, he left them, and was taken up into heaven. Then they worshiped him and returned to Jerusalem with great joy, and they stayed continually at the temple praising God. And we're thinking specifically about verse 51 where it says while he blessed them, he left them and was taken up into heaven. Congregation of the ascended Lord Jesus It's great to have Margaret here this Ascension Day. Amazing, her ministry in Kenya, a country far from here. The president of Kenya is President Uhuru, right? Uhuru, yes. And in Kenya, they have uh, similar things they're working through. Like there's a pipeline that they're trying to get constructed. And they're looking at the northern route. But there's some opposition. So you think, hey, we know about these kind of things. And they're also looking to legalize their kind of marijuana. It's called CAT or CHAT, I'm not sure. But anyway, they're looking at how they can work with this, yeah, drug, and how... Quite commonly used. So so things here in Canada with, with Prime Minister Trudeau and marijuana, similarities. In Kenya too, aspects of federal and local funding of things is always being discussed. One thing that I wanted just to highlight for you this morning is that the government in Kenya is not interested in supporting the work of helping handicapped children. Very low in the political realm, in the cultural realm, Margaret shared with us too. All of the thoughts of there's curse here and all kinds of difficulties. So there's very little support, government support. Now, I would ask you, wouldn't it be something if in 2017 they're having elections in Kenya? And if someone came into power who said... We are going to support those most in need. Wouldn't that be something? If all of a sudden someone stepped forward, had power, had authority, and said, we are going to support the work of grace and mercy to the least of these these handicapped children who are left to die, who are left on the street, it's just not right. Wouldn't that be something? It's not likely to happen. If you research Kenya more, you see many weaknesses in the governing structure there. But also closer to home, uh, if you just think south of the border, we are hearing and seeing things about a very unusual presidential race. And threats and insults are being talked about rather than grace and peace. And, And the Christian Reformed Church In the States, is trying to speak into the debate with words of truth and love. And it's very difficult. There's much uncertainty and fear. And then we think of our own country where things too, federally, provincially, you see self interest moving forward, you see partisanship, and you wonder the people in charge, how is this all going to work out? And it's, it's worrying for us. It's frustrating for us. When we look at leadership, when we think about those who lead and, and yet do not have really a godly heart in leadership and, and do not stand against the evils of this world, then we wonder and we become cynical and we think too, what are our political systems giving us? What are our leaders doing? Then there's Ascension Day. <coughs> Ascension Day today. And when we celebrate Ascension Day, we are looking at a world that lacks in leadership. But we come with the hopeful, assured declaration that Jesus Christ is the one who actually, practically, officially, internationally rules. Yes, he governs. He sits on the throne above the whole world And he has been given all authority. Matthew 28, verse 18. And God himself gave Jesus that authority. And when we say that, believe that, receive that, that that changes everything. We declared 40 days ago Jesus' resurrection. Today we add the truth that the living Lord Jesus ascended to heaven. And as we read from Luke 24, he has taken his place as the almighty ruler, sovereign power over every detail in this world. And his ascension is his official stepping up, taking that place as king. When we think about his life, we recognize that that he takes power, he takes authority because his coming at Christmas, his death on Good Friday, confronted the power that had control of this world, the power of the devil. And Jesus, all through his life and in his death, he confronted the devil and he defeated the devil. And in that, that devilish power that ruins the life of every person in sin and destroys all kinds of things like governments and and cultures and societies. Jesus broke that power of sin. He triumphed over the forces of darkness and when he rose the Lord of life, he won the victory and he won the authority to sit down. He unseated Satan And he takes Satan's place. Now Jesus is the highest authority, the ruler of this world. So that's that's what we have this morning. An assurance. The sermon title, Ascension Assurance. So Margaret talks to us, and we can listen to her, and we wonder what's going on in Kenya but but I can ask you too, who is really in charge in Kenya? And we can say, Jesus. So we can trust and support the work that she's doing. Because Jesus is working in it for his honor and glory. In, in the United States, who is in charge of all of the, what's going on? Jesus is in charge. Here in Canada, in Alberta, who is guiding, leading to his ultimate purpose and glory? Jesus is. So all the evil, all greed, all self-interest will fail, while the justice and mercy of Jesus will prevail. That's what we declare on Ascension Day, and that's why it's vital to understand. Otherwise, we lose hope in a very, very confusing, fearful, uncertain world. We recognize the ascension of Jesus as it is declared in the Bible in all of the Gospels. In Mark chapter 16, verse 19, It says, so then the Lord Jesus, after he had spoken to them, was taken up into heaven and sat down at the right hand of God. That's the conclusion of the Gospel of Mark. That's the hope that we have. Jesus is in charge. Matthew declares the ascension in 28, verse 18, where Jesus says, all authority in heaven and on earth have been given to me. That's the ascension. That's what it means. So we can be confident. John's gospel speaks of the ascension three times. Already in John 3, 13, it says, No one has ascended into heaven, but he who descended from heaven, the Son of Man. So we declare in the ascension, Jesus is the true God, so he is fully able to rule. Who better to rule all things? And then in John 6, verse 62, Jesus asks the disciples, What if you were to see the Son of Man ascending where he was before? What if you were to see that? Well, if I saw that, then I would be confident that that Jesus is in control. That would give me the confidence in a world where we're thinking, what is going on and how are things working out? But if I saw that, then I would know for sure that things are under control. And that's what we declare today. Jesus is the Ascended Lord. What a powerful, hopeful assurance. And again in John 20, verse 17, at the resurrection, Mary Magdalene and the disciples, uh, Jesus says to Mary Magdalene and the disciples, do not hold on to me. And, and that we, we, can, we can think too. Sometimes we, we hold on to a very limited picture of who Jesus was, who Jesus is. But we need to see the full picture that he is going uh, to my Father and to your Father, to my God and your God. We have Jesus ascended directing and ruling over all things. And that great and glorious truth continues to work itself out until 1 Corinthians fifteen twenty-four, until the end. Then the end will come when he, that's Jesus, hands over the kingdom to God the Father after he has destroyed all dominion, authority, and power. All the evil and greed and self-interest will fail while the justice and mercy of Jesus will prevail. So this is the time we live in. Jesus is reigning. So we can be a faithful witness with confidence. And that's exactly what the story in luke is expressing as luke expresses the truth of the ascension it's encouraging the disciples the disciples had had very limited thoughts really still about what what might come of, of even this risen lord and that that he had no power no authority and and how often don't we feel that way that we, we live our lives and we confront things, we think there's there's no power, no authority that can help. Jesus comes to them and th- shows them his hands and feet. It's not just a memory, we're not just remembering here this morning. This actually happened and continues to be the key element of life on this earth. Jesus reigning. And so Jesus shows himself as alive to them. He eats some fish to prove he is alive. And in verse 44, he points them back to the Bible, which, which the gems reminded us of two weeks ago too, that truth of God's word, declaring Jesus as the living Lord. And, and if we too, verse 45, let, let Jesus open our minds, open our minds to the truth of the scripture, that we can live in the confidence of the ascended Lord. And that, that word of faith and the work of God's ministry continues to go out even as it says in verse 46 and 47 the preaching of the gospel to all nations which continues to be done. And it's a sign that Jesus is at work. Jesus is doing amazing things. And one of the amazing things we saw here this morning, when the government in Kenya says there is no one to care for those kids, Jesus says yes. And he touches Margaret's heart. And she goes there with no plan and no money. And the government says forget it. And look what she's doing. And we are privileged to support that work. And, and there's no support from the government or people or families or anyone there. But Jesus says, I want this done. Because in the weakness, in the helplessness of those children is, is all of our weakness and helplessness. And the only hope we have is Jesus. And so to have that ministry as a key ministry that declares the truth is such a beautiful thing, a beautiful picture of the work of the Ascended Lord. He is at work. His ministry of mercy and grace triumphs over a government that shows no interest. And the gospel keeps going out. And we can say, yes, Jesus is in control. He is doing what he said he would. So we never get discouraged all the twists and turns of our whole world politics and events, we need to see Jesus ascended and reigning. He is our God, and He reigns. What a tremendous assurance we have! What a hope to share in a hurting world. Amen. We're gonna.